Welcome to the Your Pretty Pennies podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jones, a personal finance coach, lifestyle designer, and mommy. The YPP podcast is a weekly show created to inspire and assist you with becoming financially stable so you can build wealth and design your desired lifestyle. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Tara Jones of Your Pretty Pennies with Tara Jones. And today I'm going to be talking about how to slay your savings goals in 2018 and beyond. And by 2018, I mean right now. We're not waiting until 2018 to get our life and our finances together. We start right now. We're not scrapping the rest of 2017. Every day is a good day to start winning with money, start creating the lifestyle that we desire, um, and using our income to you know, create our world and create the lifestyle we desire. So today I posted um, on a couple of my social media accounts just like a Q&A session, right? Uh, one hour Q&A session, ask me anything. A majority of the questions that I got were about savings. And so I haven't touched on savings in a while. So I said, okay, before I head off to Bible study, let me talk about this a little bit because I think people are approaching savings and creating savings goals and executing those goals wrong. So this is the way I do it. I've been doing it for the last, what, six years, seven years. Um, as I became debt-free, paid off over 60000 in student loans to auto loans and did it all while being a single mother, full-time college student, um, you know, built my, my business from the ground up. Now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. So I know a little bit about finances and using my income to create the lifestyle that I desire. So there are three things that I do whenever I approach my savings, right? The first thing that I do is that I set goals. I set goals that are numbers, not percentages for savings. And I know exactly what I'm saving for. So although that's step three, we'll go back to that. But first thing is I use numbers, like hardcore, solid numbers, not percentages whenever I'm, I'm achieving something or achieving a savings goal. So for example, the first thing that I tell all of my clients and everybody that I work with is to save $2,000. That is to make sure you can uh, absorb any financial emergencies that arise while you're working your financial plan, right? So $2,000 should cover pretty much anything that comes along. Flat tire, your battery went out, you know, you got to pay the ambulance ride, anything like that. $2,000 should be good. Anything that sneaks up on you, for the most part, having $2,000 in savings at your disposal should be great. Now, Anything above that should also be in your savings account. And what I like to tell people is to save six months worth of living expenses. Again, that's a number. So if you live off of, not earn, not as an income, but your expenses that you can use to live off of, that you need to live off of, is let's say 2000 a month, right? For six months, you need to have enough that covers your living expenses. So let's say $12,000. So put $12,000 in your account. Again, it's not a percentage. It's not, uh, you know, uh, you know, any abstract thing. It's a number. It's a target number that you're going for. So the first thing is, is, you know, know what you're saving for. Know how much it is that you need to save. And therefore, it'll make it a lot easier to hit that savings goal. Number two is to, uh, Get into savings mode. When you are in savings mode, you shouldn't be doing anything else. 
That's another thing. If you are in savings mode, you should not be, oh, I'm going to save a little bit here and pay a little bit of debt extra over here. and Oh, I'm going to start my business and launch my business. Like, you don't have to focus. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I'm going to invest a little bit over here. Or, you know, I'm going to start building my wardrobe. Or I'm going to upgrade my car, too. Focus on one thing at a time. Get back to the basics. Focus on one thing at a time. If you do not have money in your account to save for financial emergencies, that should be your first savings goal, $2,000. After that, you don't have enough money to cover six months' worth of living expenses, that is what you need to save for. What else is there? Do your kids have soccer practice or they have soccer um, bills? For example, my daughter, she's uh, in gymnastics. She's a little gymnast, right? She's eight years old. I know every two months I have to pay almost $300, three to $400. I can't remember what it is now. It goes up as she gets better because she's uh, working her way on team. And so every two months, I know for a fact, I have to come out of four to $500 for her gymnastic stuff. That stuff never sneaks up on me because I know the number that I'm saving and I save it in a savings account, right? So I give it a name and I give it a number. I'm not just, oh, let me save 10% in the savings, and then every time something comes up, you don't have enough because 10% is not enough that you're supposed to be saving. That's not how you approach savings goals. You, you, you identify what it is you're saving for, give it a number, give it a name, and then execute it. And don't do anything else. Number two is be in savings mode only, right? until you get that savings amount. So for example, if I'm looking ahead for 2018, right now I'm creating my financial plan with all of the individuals who are in the financial reset right now, right? We are looking ahead 12 months and saying, okay, what is going to come up that we're going to need to cover throughout the year? And then we're going to save, we're gonna create savings goals around them. So for me, I know every two months, six times a year, $500 needs to come out of my account for Terrence Gymnastics. That's not going to sneak up on me because I know that it's coming up. Christmas next year, I'm saving for at some point in the year because I know it's coming up. My birthday, if I want to take a trip for my birthday, that's what I'm saving for. I give it a number, I give it a name, and I save for it. You know, uh, Property uh, taxes, that's another thing you should be saving for. Kids' birthdays, another thing you should be saving for. None of these things should be, uh, you know, catch you off guard or, you know, knock you off your square financially because you should be saving for them, right? So then if there's a financial emergency that comes up, guess what? You already put $2,000 to the side for it. So again, as a recap, number one, Set goals using numbers, not percentages. Do not say, oh, 10% out of each check is going to go toward saving. No. What it is, what is it that you're saving for, right? Is you, are you saving to put six months worth of living expenses and leaving it there? That should have a number to it. Are you saving to pay for a down payment on your new home next year? That should have a number, and that should have a savings plan attached to it. It should not just be 10% arbitrarily going to your savings account. That's not how you save. Number two, when saving, save only. It is not easy unless you have a major, major, major income to you, for you to save and do something else. Nine times out of ten, you just need to save for that month. So next month, in December, if you need to save for a down payment, if you need to save to upgrade your car, if you need to save for Christmas or for a birthday that's coming up or an international trip that you're taking with your girls on spring break, you need to start saving now, and that's what you should be saving for until you reach that number. If you're saying, okay, I'm going to spend five grand over in London next year, 
Okay, once you hit five grand, you're done saving. You can either go to something else you're saving for, or you can start paying off debt. You can start investing. You can build your business. But you should not just be arbitrarily, you know, putting money into an account, don't know how much it is, don't have any goals around it. You should definitely know what you're saving for. Give it a name and keep and stay in savings mode until you get that amount like in there, right? So don't just say, okay, I'm going to save $2,000 and save $2,000 for a trip. But then you, you know, every time you get some extra cash, you're doing something else with it. No, you are in savings mode. Save $2,000, leave it there and go on about your business with something else with your income, right? Save $2,000. Melissa says, I love saving, but I got to remember I'm saving to spend later. Exactly. You're not saving to spend today. You're saving to spend later. And that's a good thing good point that she brings up because that's my third point when you're saving know what you're saving for and that will drive you to keep that money in your account and it'll drive you to to uh to reach that target goal so for example for me and my history i was in debt massively i was struggling you know a lot to where i had to move back in with my mom you know i had to build myself from the ground up i was a single parent you know it was rough so having a financial emergency alone just makes me fired up so actually wake up and check my account and have money in there when i know there was a point where i didn't that alone gets me fired up Investing in Taryn's future, my daughter Taryn's future, um, and saving for her uh, gymnastics, that fires me up. Investing, one thing, one other thing in my personal life, not even in my business, because my business goals, that's another thing. Your business and your personal income should be separate, right? So if you have business goals that you want to set for yourself, that should be used, and your money that you use in your business and you put back into your business should be used. Your financial goals should be achieved with, the, with that business income, not your personal income. You should be setting personal income and personal savings goals for yourself, even though you have a business over here, right? So anyway, back to what I'm saying. Um, personal goals. So I want to buy a home in 2018. So I'm saving for a down payment for my new home. I'm not just saving 10% just arbitrarily and say, oh, I'm saving. No, I'm saving to buy my first home. That's exciting to me to have me and my daughter to have a three bedroom, two bath, at least, you know, a big backyard, to have barbecues, to have our friends and family over. Like I know exactly what I'm saving for. So therefore, I don't even want to touch that money. The money I have in there right now, I don't want to touch it because it's for my home. It's not for me to, to splurge at the mall. It's not for me to buy Taryn Christmas gifts for. i am already got a plan for that. Um, it's for me to buy my first home, and I'm excited about it. And I watch HGTV, and I already pinned all the things that I want on Pinterest. You know how we do, how we want our house to look, the style that we want. I want mid-century mid modern, like I already know. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so fired up about it that I can leave that money in there. I have a separate savings account for it. I named it already. I don't want to touch it because the only time I want to get that is when I'm talking to my real estate, uh, my realtor, and I'm like, all right, let's go to the bank. I'm going to the bank, get my mortgage loan, put my 20% down, and I'm closing on my house. That's the only time I'm touching that money because I'm that focused and I'm that uh, clear on what it is I'm using my money for, right? So again, you got to give your savings goals a name and you have to make it compelling. Don't just save because uh, the sky is blue. Save for something. What are you saving for? 
You know your car busted. Is your car busted and you feel like, dang, I make 80 grand a year. I make 70 grand a year. I should be able to upgrade my car. Save to upgrade your car. Start getting excited about seeing new cars, what new cars in your price range. How much money are you going to save? How much money do you need to upgrade it? Put a number. Put a number to it. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to save 10%. No. Save all you can. If you ain't paying bills, you need to be putting money in savings for that savings goal. Because you don't need to draw draw out these goals. You do not need to save forever. It do not take you a long time to save $5,000. It should not take you a long time to save $2,000. If you are, you plan. You just, you just plan around. Commit to something. Commit to what you're saving for and save for it. And that's what, you know, I teach in the financial reset because I'm aware that we weren't taught how to save. A lot of this mindset I've kind of acquired on my own, on my own debt-free journey. And then I went to school for finance. And so I built my business and I work with clients. So I know what it takes to motivate you guys in order to save, in order to pay off debt, in order to build wealth, in order to do all these things. I know what it takes. And that's what I give inside of the financial reset. And that's why I created that program because we didn't get that when we were growing up. We didn't, our parents didn't tell us if we, they were saving, what they were saving for, how to feel good while saving, how to feel like you're not, you know, struggling during your saving. You ain't even struggling. Like I posted earlier, we ain't broke. Like we got enough income coming in. We ain't broke, but yet we feel broke because we're not seeing what we want out of life right now. We're not seeing what we want manifest. And that's why I became a full-time entrepreneur and I'm on this journey to help other people get what I call the and life to where you operate in your purpose and you see in a lifestyle that you desire and you can pay you can buy what you want afford what you want it shouldn't just be one or the other it should be both and so oftentimes when you're saving for something you're saving for something that you want to see manifest in your life so you need to identify it put a name on it you know what I'm saying and, and save for it, and get into savings mode and and get it Stop playing around and just get it, right? You want to put that down payment on that home? Save for it. Stop playing. Nothing else matters at that point, right? Whenever I'm putting my daughter in gymnastics, I know my mom couldn't do everything that I can do for my daughter. So that's why it's, it's um, without getting sentimental, it's, it's special to me. It's special to me to put, out, put aside to. Put aside money for Terrence Dreams, and I can put that on my savings account. I nicknamed the heck out of a savings account, a bank account. I will put Terrence Dream Fund to where everything that I put in there goes towards her YouTube channel or her little business that she wants to start or her gymnastics meet. Okay, we know that's expensive. When they travel on the weekends and they need a leotard for everything and they need the grips and she got gymnastics equipment that I'm, I, that I need to buy for my home and she goes three days a week to gymnastics, um, to gymnastics training, that stuff is not easy, but it makes me feel good. It's not, I mean, it's not cheap, but it makes me feel good to be able to save for that. So what are you saving for? Identify what you're saving for. Create a financial plan that's based on the desires of your heart so where it's not hard to save. It's not hard to pay off debt because you know what you're doing it for. You focused on the results, not the process. Who cares if you can't what, go out to eat with your girls this weekend because you putting all your extra money in savings? Girl, they going to be there. You better go get you a drink, and you know, one drink and say, all right, I'll be, I'm, I'm good. I'll see y'all later. Go home and look at your bank account and be like, yep, this time next year, I'll be in my first home. Like, you have to get clear on the desires of your heart. You have to get clear on what it is that you're saving for and make sure they align with the desires of your heart and then do it.
again, I got to keep telling y'all, stop playing. Stop playing with your savings. You got enough. You know what you're doing. You know what you want. Just save for it and get it. That's it. Right? So if you're just joining, definitely catch the replay. And just to let you know, there's only, what, today's the 27th, three more days until the financial reset door is closed for the Q&A portion. The financial reset can be bought at any time, but I'm giving a bonus of the live Q&A session with me of those who go through the financial reset between December 1st and December 15th. So if you want to be one of those who work one-on-one with me while going through the financial reset, definitely click the link in the um, description. And yes, get clear on those savings goals. Get clear, put a name to them, and get saving. Save, save, save. If you got something that you need to save for, execute it. 2018 is your year. You should not be in the same place that you were in 2017. You should not be saving for the same things that you were saving in 2017. It's time to level up. It's time to elevate your lifestyle. It's time to get the desires of your heart, right? So let's just all agree, wall on here to stop playing, start saving, start manifesting what it is that we want. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.